Hi, I'm Jeannie, the host of Maximum Desire. Have you lost your desire for intimacy and connection? It wasn't that long ago I lost my confidence and desire for intimacy and connection. After high medical bills and no answers, I went on a journey to find solutions. I've been married over 30 years and overcame my challenges through research and a lot of hard work. I created this podcast to help you ignite the desire and passion for intimacy, feel more confident in and out of the bedroom. Now, if this is you, you've come to the right place. Now let's get started. I want to spend tonight discussing over time the sexual quality decline. But before I do, I just want to say thank you to those of you that have spent time to review this podcast. It really means a lot. I don't focus on that because if they're negative, I want to just keep going. (laughs) So, But the positive ones are off the chart amazing. And I don't know who you are, but I just want to say thank you because it really means a lot and it keeps me motivated and it keeps me going. So thank you so much. So let's get back to does sexual quality decline over time? In order to answer this question, I wanted to go to the research. Now, the first one is gender. Based on this study, even if a man is satisfied or not, he will continue to nurse those sexual urges, (laughs) which I think we all know that, don't we, women? If a woman isn't satisfied, it will reflect her chronic dissatisfaction, which means she will desire sex less if the quality isn't there. I think that's pretty interesting. The next one is routine. According to the research, novelty usually fades and with it, sexual excitement. So when you get caught in a rut and you keep doing the same thing over and over, the sexual excitement just kind of fades away. Okay, then the third one is children at home. And I don't even need to get into that because those of you that have children at home, you know exactly what I'm talking about. Plus, your main focus is on those children and probably sex is probably lower on the totem pole. The last one is cohabitation. Now, a marriage license is more than just a piece of paper. Some people tell me it's just a piece of paper, but I've been married over 30 years and it's just not a piece of paper, I promise you. I think those that say that are not married or have been divorced several times. (laughs) Anyway, compared with marriage spouses over time, this is interesting. Now, this is based on research, so don't send me hate mail, that the unmarried couples usually report greater deterioration of sexual quality, even if they have it more frequently than a married couple. Well, that's really interesting, isn't it? Next, the Wagner research did not explore what couples did in bed. But two teams of psychologists did, one in Canada and the other from several U.S. universities. And what they did is they asked 1,176 married couples ages, uh, I believe, 22 to 70, how they played and how their sexual moves affected the quality of their lovemaking. And this is what they said in order. We're still talking about the decline of sexual quality and desire. So the first one they said was genital preoccupation. What they meant by that was compared with lots of kissing, cuddling, and mutual um, body massages, those who quickly plunge into intercourse generally report reduced quality and satisfaction. So what they're saying is those individuals that just want to have intercourse and they go right to it before the foreplay are feeling less satisfied. Okay, the next one is when a woman is not having orgasms. So if a woman doesn't have an orgasm, she's resentful. You know, I did a podcast a while back about how a woman feels when she doesn't have an orgasm. And if she is to the point where she's about ready to climax and she doesn't have an orgasm, it can be actually painful for her. 
I don't know if men understand that. Women can become multi-orgasmic. And let me just give a tip on this one. No, wait, wait. I'm just going to wait till the end and give a tip on that one, okay? (laughs) The next one is coaching. Some lovers coach one another. Others do not. So silent couples report greater sexual decline. So what they're also saying on that one is if you're not giving feedback to your partner and you just stuff it, then sex becomes less satisfying over time. The next one, ruts, meaning the same moves get boring over time. The next one is no oral. Based on this research, couples that don't experience oral sex, they feel really disappointed. Hmm, that's interesting, isn't it? The next one is infidelity. Well, that makes sense. Uh, Majority of people, if a spouse is unfaithful, that destroys both the trust and sexual quality. And that makes a lot of sense, doesn't it? Because if you've had a partner, a spouse, but even a partner and you're dating and that person cheats on you, you just kind of wonder, am I going to ever trust him again? I certainly understand that. And the last one is poor health. So it can be anywhere from aches and pains to serious conditions. The health problems may actually ruin your sex life. And you know, it's interesting because I'll go out to dinner and I'll listen to people talk and they'll share their aches and pains. And you know what I'm thinking? (laughs) I don't say it, but I'm thinking, well, what's their sex life like? Are they really enjoying each other when they're talking about their aches and pains to me? What are they doing privately behind closed doors? What I'd like to do is now give you some tips on how to maintain a sizzling sex life. Now, these are going to sound like common sense, but a lot of times people don't do them and they don't try them. Okay, and I'm going to go pretty quick. The first one is to schedule it, make some time for each other. The next one is work to stay healthy. You've been listening to me for a while. You know I talk about this a lot, about your health, and I can't say this enough because at my age, I actually have a personal trainer. I've talked about that before, and he's a professional athlete, and so it is so important because he teaches me how to lift weights correctly, have the right posture and how to eat correctly. And I'm from Minnesota. In fact, I'm here right now in the middle of a snowstorm. <laughs> I look outside and it's snowing and blowing and my vehicle is covered with snow and the roads are all icy. In fact, it's been really fascinating today because I was on the freeway and it was down to one lane and we were going 30 miles an hour and it was actually pretty scary. (laughs) But I grew up here, so I know how to drive in a snowstorm, actually a blizzard, but I go home back to Arizona where there's no snow. I really enjoy coming home and enjoying the people, the lifestyle here. But what I wanted to say about this is that depending on what part of the country you live in or even the part of the world, your weather can really affect how healthy you are and how hard you need to work at staying healthy. Because I'm right in the middle of a snowstorm, I'm embarrassed to say I've been eating a lot of junk food because it is so cold and all I want to eat is comfort food and it's not healthy. And I know it and I can't wait to get home to start eating healthy again. I'm trying to say is it is really important that you watch it every single day. Well, and also your sex life. It's very important. Okay, the next one, do more kissing and cuddling. Even if you don't like it, just try. Give it some time. Just work up to it. Maybe five minutes, 10 minutes. But just go slowly if if that's not really your thing. The next one, do something different. I mean, anything. Just, I don't know, give massages, get naked. And you know what I think is exciting? Making love in new places. And think of really crazy places to have sex. Use your imagination. Don't wait for me to tell you. Use your imagination. Think about what turns you on and then go do it. But make sure it's legal because so, you don't want to 
you know, get arrested for, you know, public exposure or something. <laughs> Coach each other. That's the next one. And that is everyone is sexually unique. Everyone is so different. So it's really helpful if you can coach your partner because he can't, he or she can't read your mind. It's important to communicate your likes and dislikes. Be very specific about it. It doesn't matter when you coach. Well, actually it does. I think it does. I think your partner needs to be in a good place. And you start coaching them and they're not ready. Uh, you might end up in a fight right in the middle of having sex. So you might want to read your partner and wait for the appropriate time when they're open for feedback. The next one is share more oral sex. You know something? I have talked to men who don't like giving oral sex. Now, they love getting a blowjob, okay? But they don't like giving it to a woman. And you want to know why? This can be very embarrassing. So this is why I'm telling you on a podcast, and you don't have to face me. I don't have to face you. So you can just hear my voice and let me tell you, if you are not clean and you're not keeping yourself up, then you may smell and it can turn a man off. I know it's a little embarrassing, but it's better to hear it from me than probably to hear it from your partner. So let me give you an example. In fact, my personal trainer and I talk about this stuff all the time because we're such good friends. We're so open to talk about these things. And he talks about how important it is that you eat healthy because when you eat healthy, your body is going to be clean and you're going to smell better. Another way to smell better in your vagina area is to eat fruits. Really important one, I think, is pineapple. And I'm giving you my best secret above everything else. <laughs> and that is it, to smell wonderful is to eat something sweet like fruit. Now, I'm not talking sugar because actually sugar can make you smell worse. And smoking and drinking. Believe it or not, ladies, if you're a drinker, be very careful because you might not be getting any oral sex because you may not be giving pleasant odors to your partner. And again, it's better you hear it from me than your partner because you might be so embarrassed that you may not want to have sex again. And if it's coming from your husband, maybe you can handle a little bit easier. But if it's a new partner, not so much. And he might wonder why you don't want to have sex anymore. But it's because he told you that you didn't smell that good and now you're embarrassed. So my tip is drink, you can drink pineapple juice or you can eat pineapples. That might really help you out, especially if you know you're going to go on a date and there could be sex in the evening. This has been a long episode, so I'm going to wish you a wonderful night and I want to wish you amazing, sexy, sizzling sex. And if you haven't done it yet, please rate and review this podcast so more amazing listeners like yourself can find it a lot quicker. And again, if you want to reach out to me, you want to book a call with me, you're having trouble trying to reach out to me, just text me. My number is 602-361-0099. Now, if you call me, I might not answer because I don't answer my phone if it's somebody I don't know. But if you text me and tell me you heard this episode, then I'll reach right back to you as soon as I can. You have a wonderful night and I can't wait to talk to you. Bye now.